Welcome to London Runway Style. Each episode, we look at a feature you can find in our pages or conduct an interview. This week, we're talking to Talene Raman Figueroa. Hi, Talene. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. It's lovely to talk. Absolutely. I can't wait to dive into what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. And in fact, so let's let's do that right now. Can you introduce yourself just for those who are listening, who may not have heard of you before? Who are you? What do you do? Yes, good question. Who am I? What do I do? Well, I'm Talene. I'm actually, <laughs> funnily enough, I'm originally from London, but I'm actually based in Massachusetts in the United States. And um, wow. I moved just before the pandemic hit because well, I'm a I'm one of those individuals who likes moving around quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I have a diplomacy background, so I started off my career working, well, wanting to work for my government, and then I decided, holy crap, there's so many ethical dilemmas here where I'm going to have right. to do things on behalf of my government, which I wasn't comfortable with. So I ended up being a diplomat consultant, which basically meant working with as many different politicians and government officials around the world, um, but focusing on their personal brand and getting them connected to the people they're supposed to influence and represent. Um, And that was all the work that I did back in the UK. And then, of course, when I moved in the US, I'm based in Massachusetts, so not old England, New England, (laughs) which is really funny to me. I wasn't in DC, you know, I I just thought, wow, what am I supposed to do here with all of the global experience that I have? And wow, Rihanna, there are so many small businesses here, not unlike the UK. Um, There's businesses of all shapes and sizes, but most of them are solo entrepreneurs and they're awful at presenting themselves. Right. Yeah. And then I thought, boom, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help these individuals um, with businesses on their personal brand and blend it into their business. Amazing. So what does that entail? What is a personal brand? Yeah. So a personal brand is using yourself to push something forward. So, Mm. you know, all of us have a story, right? Um, We all represent something. We all have our own experiences and and expertise and it's using that narrative to push your agenda forward so of course in business we're talking about someone's product or service but Mm. instead of talking about your services or your product that's the last thing that you do first you want to get connected with your audience and the only way you find a connection with someone is if something about you resonates with them, they they find something that they like about you or you have a shared experience or there's there's a reason why you started this business. Everyone wants to know that. We're curious by nature. So why not just share that? Yeah, amazing. And so how does fashion and personal style come into that? Yeah, interestingly enough, um, when I used to work with these public officials, um, you know, everyone has a dress code, right? When when you're working right. in a certain industry. Well, when you're an entrepreneur, there's no rules, right? You can dress and do whatever mm-hmm. you want. <laughs> and the whatever whatever you want is, I'm just going to dress with my mood. Right. And in business, um, that leads to a lot of confusion. And when you have a personal brand, um consistency is key on how you put yourself together so it's a shame you can't see me because uh, my the way I put myself together um I have very loud colors but it's 
it's it's just plain like I'm right now I'm wearing a bright pink like fuchsia top that will make your eyes bleed and then on my head <laughs> I usually have like a, a head wrap um um on my head cuz I just like wearing hats but you know yeah. it's really hard to wear a hat indoor all the time so I started this kind of well if I turn a scarf into kind of a hat and then the yes. rest of my hair will just flow you know cascade over my shoulders um I still look professional I still look very spunky but then I'm very practical at the same time because um I have a 3 year old and I want to make sure that whatever I'm dressed in I'm able to roll around in it and just play with her straight after mm. I'm done with my calls I love that so much because it's you're talking about practical things and just things that you like but actually you've made a really recognizable almost uniform for yourself yes yes and that doesn't mean it just it has to get boring so the right. reason why um i think the way you present yourself is so important physically that memorability this is how you start to build a personal brand so you know let's talk about let's talk about um you know celebrities right when we see mm. celebrities when when they're outside of their you know let's talk about Jessica Alba because she's an icon of mine um <laughs> you know famous actress very you know very visible in the media but she's also an entrepreneur with with three kids um and she has a very specific style to how she puts herself together and that's her personal brand yeah so that yeah. consistency really does build that brand over time um the minute she starts to wear something a bit outside of oh that doesn't look like Jessica or is she having a bad day or mm. you know why on earth is she wearing that lime green top she doesn't usually wear colors mm -hmm. like that you know these these are the questions that would subconsciously come to your mind so what i've done is i've replicated that kind of consistency when it comes to how solopreneurs dress and this is based on mm -hmm. your color palette so i'm sure you guys know all about your seasonal color palettes of course yeah entrepreneurs don't have a clue <laughs> well, you know <laughs> what kind of colors they wear um and then um once you know what your color palette is because i'm a i'm a dark winter um mm. it becomes it becomes easier to know okay i know what colors not to wear I know what colors yeah. I'm allowed to wear and this is going to always make me look my best. I'm I'm not going to look like I slept 3 hours. I'm going to look like my face is shining. Yes. Then we move on to style and the the kind of style that I I put my solopreneurs in is based on their capsule wardrobe. Right. So you have less than like 60 items of clothing, but every single one of those items is this is your uniform. This is what you wear on a daily basis when you're in the public eye. So mm. whether you're networking in person or Zooming online, um, you show up the same consistently. And this is how you start to build that personal brand. But it's 100% you. This is authentic to you. You're comfortable in it. You look good in it. Everything fits you. Um, the colors are all great. And, yeah. and But you just show up in that all the time. So when someone sees me, um, when I'm working with someone, they will know, okay, Tarleen's going to wear something bright, possibly a blazer, and then some sort of like funky, like hat scarf on her head. And the minute I stop doing that, there's going to be questions. 
<laughs> yes. I love the way you talk about capsule wardrobe as well. And I, I find this really interesting that in, in fashion, obviously, you would think that people who work in fashion are going to be the ones who have these giant wardrobes with mm. three, four hundred items. But actually, the more that I talk to people like stylists, um, fellow editors, people who are higher up in fashion, we actually get to a point where we go, actually, you know what, this is too much. And I just need these basic capsule items mm. because you can't wear every single trend that comes along. They're not all going to suit you. Yep. That's that's awesome. I never I never thought of it like that. I think that's really interesting. But you know, you're talking about sustainability here and you want to make sure that right. you you maximize everything in your closet, right? And when you don't, you, mm -hmm. you feel awful and you're thinking, oh, I spent money on this and maybe I shouldn't have. And it's those impulse decisions that make right. you feel worse than you should have. Yeah, and I think people struggle with this as well when we look at sustainable clothing because it tends to be more expensive. And so people go, oh, I can't possibly buy a shirt that costs that much because they're thinking of the shirts they bought on the high street that cost a fraction as much and they'll wear them a few times and maybe then throw them away. Mm. Whereas if you're investing in pieces that are going to suit you for a long time, they're not necessarily trend-based, they're about you, you're going to get a lot more use out of them. Yes, exactly. Um, and I think that's the thing. It's the same with food or anything that you buy. When you go for high quality, it's always a little bit more expensive, but yeah. it's better for you and also the environment in the long term. And there's mm -hmm. so much that goes behind fashion. It's not just about the end product. It's how did this product get in my hands? And that, yes. that shirt or that socks or whatever you bought has gone through a very, very, very long journey. Mm. to get to where it is now let's give it some respect right yes it's absolutely I love that respect the clothes <laughs> respect it yeah it's not just money there's just it's gone through so much and you know you don't know how many hands have has has gone through making this product um, right. and if it was made by a machine okay it's made by a machine but there was a lot of process that was behind it so um, you know are you going to wear it or are you just going to discard it a month you know a season mm. later just because it's gone out of fashion or it was actually something that you should have never bought and I think this is what I'm yes. trying to eliminate with the entrepreneurs that I'm working with be strategic with everything in your business and that also includes the way you dress yourself and put yourself together and Absolutely. honestly Rhiannon I sound like a, I'm a school teacher sometimes because I feel like sometimes <laughs> you know I'm like reprimanding these entrepreneurs and saying hmm, should you have worn this and hmm are you dressing with your emotions today or are you having a bad day or did you just yeah. get out of bed and just thrown that on? And most of the time it's like, yeah, I didn't have time. <laughs> Don't tell your client you didn't have time to put dress together because what kind of reflection does that have on you? Right. Yeah. And I guess if you have that capsule, then you don't have to spend so much time because you have it at your fingertips. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I did a really funny reel. This was a few weeks ago now, but <laughs> I, I got out the shower. I'm laughing now because it's so ridiculous. I got out the shower. I had 15 minutes to my first Zoom call of the day. And I was oh, like, gosh. crap, I'm naked. I've got to put something on. <laughs> so I went straight into my studio, which is just the floor above. Um, and my my I have an open open closet so nothing's in drawers and and you know shelves and stuff and um, mm. it's all hanging up ready to go 
um, in like a color coordination. So the whites are there, the pinks are there, the blues are there. And I just thought, ah, I've got five minutes left. I'm still naked. I better get dressed. And uh, <laughs> I was like, right, I feel like this color today. So I just grabbed like three items of clothes, like a top, a blazer, four, top blazer, trousers, and then a scarf, put myself mm. together looking at the time and it was one of those moments where oh my gosh she's gonna run out of time get on zoom naked this is not good <laughs> <laughs> I dressed myself I had two minutes remaining I got on Instagram and I <laughs> I basically recorded saying I was naked two minutes ago I fully dressed now ready to zoom and then I went on my zoom call <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much <laughs> oh yes <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. All right. I'm talking about trends then. So um, how do you kind of balance that with your with your clients, I guess, because there are trends going on out there, but then also we need to be mindful about our personal style. So how do you balance that? Yeah. So, okay, trends. I think you're more of the expert on trends than I am. But (laughs) I think, you know, trends move on with or without you. Yes. And if there happens to be something you know, during that kind of trend runway that you think, "Ooh, I really like that, grab it. If it fits your style in your capsule wardrobe, grab it. But it doesn't mean you have to buy everything from that trend. Maybe Absolutely. one piece. One piece. Yeah. Just make sure that it kind of matches the rest of what you're trying to go for. Well, if I'm also the next expert, then I agree with you completely. So that's, okay, that's two of us saying it. So that's good. <laughs> so anyone listening, that I is said actually, the right thing. That's possible now. Yeah. Let's buy one. Let's buy one trending item. What's my latest yeah. trending item? Let me see. Well, um, so I I work with an image consultant who actually happens to be based in London. Um, so she provides my clients with a two hour virtual wardrobe edit. Mm. So what I do is I help my entrepreneurs with with the color palette and put their kind of like a style guide together based on, on their business and based on their yeah. personal brand. And then I send them away to my to my colleague Gigi from um, Styling with Gigi. And she hops on a Zoom call for two hours with them. But before then my clients have to basically go through their entire wardrobe and split the clothes into a yes pile yes meaning they're keeping it no meaning oh mm. I don't really like it doesn't fit me it's broken or I mean not broken clothes are not broken it's there's holes in it um and then the maybe pile is I really don't know if I should keep this or not so what Gigi does is she's she goes specifically through the no pile and the maybe pile and then she goes through the yes pile to figure out why are you going for this kind of style and let's go through it properly. And anything that can be selfish from the no pile, you know, if it can be tailored or, you know, dressed up in a different way, she will try to, you know, salvage. So my mm. client has to kind of, you know, put on every single item of clothing. We assess oh, wow. it, appraise it. <laughs> and she basically tells you, well, this is the wrong cut. You can see that, um, you know, the the cut on the arm is too long for your body type she's very specific about the body type and then this and then she will tell you know tell my clients this is why this outfit works really well for you let me help you understand this is why this outfit is the wrong fit for you can you see how it makes your legs look shorter or your 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 neck looks a lot longer or you know that kind of stuff um 
So it's very interesting. And I hired Gigi twice now for myself. And I hired her for my winter wardrobe because I didn't have anything. I kind of uh, donated a lot of my chunky knitwear because I'm naturally, uh, she calls me a petite apple. So <laughs> okay. I'm a petite apple. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 5'2". Um, a little, you know, I've, I, I've got curves at the top, nothing at the bottom. Um, and she, one of the things she told me, which really sticks in my mind, Rhiannon, is it doesn't matter how big or how small you are, your body shape is always going to stay the same. Right. So I never thought about it, about it like that because, you know, especially women go through this. I think men go through this too, but they're just not as vocal as women. Right. Um, where they say, well, you know, once I'm a little smaller and I shed a few more pounds, then yes. I will think about my personal <laughs> brand. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And then, yeah, and that quote that Gigi told me about, well, it doesn't matter. You can be a little bigger or a little smaller. You'll just be you know, your your body shape is not going to change. You're either, you know, if you're an inverted yeah. triangle, you're an inverted triangle. Um, you know, so with me, I was like, am I going to be an apple forever? And she says, well, looking by, you know, you know, she, you know, we did the bod body measurements and everything. She's like, well, you're a petite apple. If you wanted to be bigger, you will be a, you know, a larger apple. Um, like, okay, fine. Mm. I'm an apple. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I worked with her and she helped me figure out the kind of sweaters I needed because I had one of, I had, I used to buy those, they like really like thick, thick, you know, knitwear because it's so cold here. Yeah. And she would say, oh, you're throwing your body out of balance because I used to wear the skinny jeans. Again, this is like going with trends, um, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, everyone's wearing skinny jeans. Okay, I'll wear skinny jeans. Okay, you know, and honestly, Rhiannon, I never felt really comfortable in them because yeah. I don't like clothes like sticking to me because the minute I sit down I have to like readjust my you know waist and then I have to get up and I have to pull my trousers down you know back yes. to my ankles it's like oh why does nothing just kind of stick to my body the way it should do and it's because right. I'm dressing for the wrong body shape absolutely um, so that was a big eye-opener yeah, now I, I have anyone, a lot of mm. I think everyone could benefit from from knowing that about themselves for sure it's really hard to know what your body shape is. I mean, you know, when you try mm -hmm. to do anything yourself, it's just you're so much more critical and you're thinking, well, I don't want to be an apple. I, I thought I was an hourglass um, because the minute you start Googling things, it's like, oh, only really like obese people are apples. Well, I'm not obese at all, but I, I'm still mm -hmm. an apple. But what you read online is really kind of, it hit, it knocks your confidence back, you know? Um, yeah because there's just nothing but negative talk. And now I'm trying to view my body and into a more positive light. It's like I'm active and you know my body does so much for me. And again, it's kind of honoring yourself and knowing that it doesn't matter what shape you are, there's things that you can do to make yourself a thousand times better if you wanted to. There's a solution Absolutely. for everything. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, we've all seen Queer Eye recently. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely, everyone can benefit from a little bit of styling. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't. I think, especially with entrepreneurs, they often think, "Well, I'm not in fashion, so why do I need to look good?" Right. Yeah. Need, right. It's like it's got nothing to do. It's not fashion. I don't. I tell my entrepreneurs, I'm not looking at fashion. I'm looking at your personal brand. 
Yes. It's called personal for a reason. It's personal to you. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I had a photographer I worked with recently. She's also a brand photographer. And the minute I brought up image consulting with her, she said, nope, nope, nope. You're not putting me in a dress. You're not putting yeah. me in a suit. I'm not going to be professional. I'm always going to be someone who is a little rough around the side and always wears a baseball cap. And my answer to her is, <laughs> good, you know what your style is. Let's go deeper. And let's yes. make sure that you're always consistent with that kind of styling. Yeah, it's so interesting. Because that. <laughs> <laughs> well, different roles require a different set of rules. It's not always appropriate for someone to be in a suit. But then on the other hand, there are some roles where it would be inappropriate to not be in a suit. Yes. But again, when you're an entrepreneur, those rules actually don't apply to them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that makes it more difficult because... You don't have a rule book. Look, humans by nature kind of need leadership. <laughs> We're not very good at being outside of the box completely. You know, when you're running in the field and you're going, all right, I'm free. Now what do I do? Oh, my God, where do I go? Oh, my gosh, there's so much space. Oh, my God, I'm alone. And a lot of these doubts come into your head, right, naturally. Right. Um, but then you start to see a picket fence off into the distance. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm not so out into the wilderness. I won't get lost. If I stay here, here and here, I'll be safe. And then, you you know, then you start to start to, you know, you start to feel, all right, I can breathe easy now. There's there's some parameters I can work with. That's basically what I do with the entrepreneurs. I give them as yes. much room to run as possible within some parameters so they don't go off the rails and do something completely weird and outside of their kind of brand. Yeah. Um, well, so talking, talking of parameters then, like, I'm sure a lot of people in the last few years have been wrestling with this. And it's, how do you dress on Zoom? Like, what are the rules? There's, the, the rules on Zoom seem to be so different to what we're used to, and we just don't know what to do with it. Dress on Zoom like you're going to meet someone in person. Mm, like, mm. But uh, again, just just make sure you, you are consistent. So when someone sees me on Zoom, Rhiannon, I'm exactly the same in person. Um, yes. You'll still see me dressed the same way as I am on Zoom. And I think, um, um, I mean, I have a lot of like YouTube content and people can see how I'm dressed. And I have a lot of content on Instagram. And again, there's lots of reels of me talking about what I do. Um, and people can see there's a, I follow through with my personal brand. I am very consistent yes. with it. And you can see me in the grocery stores. I'm still dressed the same way. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I live, I live my brand I, because I am my brand. You know, this is me. This is I'm being authentically me. So it doesn't matter whether I'm on Zoom or in person, I'm going to dress the same. However, I have yes. seen people kind of underdress on Zoom where they're so casual. They just put their robe on. Again, it's that naked, you know, <laughs> naked scenario. I'm like, I need to put something on. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, look, don't put a robe or sweatshirt or something like you just come out the gym and had no time to get re ready and jump on yes. a Zoom call because, again, um, think, thinking like an entrepreneur, you're giving your clients or your partners or whoever you're talking to the wrong impression of you. And if, if you can't make two minutes for yourself, you definitely cannot make two minutes for your clients. Oh, I and, love that. I love right? That. You don't, you don't want to give them that impression. Make it look like you always have your shit put together. Um, and if that means I only have two minutes to get from naked to, to dress, then make that two minutes count. Like seriously. Right. 
I'm so glad you said that because my husband thinks I'm weird for always insisting on wearing a full length skirt whenever I'm doing Zoom. But it's about the way it makes you feel as well. Even if nobody can see it, I know that I'm dressed to the level that I consider professional. Mm-hmm. That yeah, makes all the um, no, you know what? Claps. I'm clapping, but you can't hear it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, 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 it's good that you're conscious about that because do you know how many times someone had to get up off Zoom because they had to reach for a pen or a paper or the oh, water no. bottle? And yes. they're wearing some, they were wearing the pajama bottoms, like red hot chili peppers or something. Um, yes. And it's like, oh, clearly you're dressed from the waist up. And I did that once right. too, once, once, and I never did it again because I had these, um, what did, what was I wearing? So I was obviously dressed like my usual self up top. And then at yes. the bottom, I had, I had my pajama bottoms on because I just, like, I was like, being lazy honestly speaking I was just being lazy I couldn't be bothered and um I had to get up because the window was open and you can hear a lot of noise so I had to (laughs) I had to get up and then I was like shit I'm wearing my pajama bottoms and he was like love hearts and really like cute like (laughs) cute patterns I don't usually I don't usually wear and I, I I I swear I saw my client's eyes flash like woo like (laughs) that was a split second but I caught it and I thought crap I'm never doing that again because you notice that you don't say anything but that one second of like his his facial expression completely changed and then he returned back to normal I was like he saw enough to say she didn't she's wearing pajama bottoms I got you (laughs) never again Never again. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I'm glad that you've done it though, because it just shows that even those people who work in this area can be human as well. <laughs> yeah. So so now, <laughs> so in case I'm naked again and have to run upstairs and get dressed in two minutes, I make sure that there's always like at least like two or three pairs of trousers ready that I can grab yes. and go. Because there's, no, there's no way I'm getting up and they see my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. No, I'm glad we're oh doing just an audio recording now, just in case. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm prepared today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me let me let me bring us back down to earth now. <laughs> so, as um, one of your clients, how do they kind of manage to? I guess, control their own image while at the same time having someone else put them together? So, um, okay, so I do a a questionnaire before they even see me. Mm. Um, So, you know, they send me a whole load of pictures of themselves and I always ask them, can you send me five pictures where you felt your absolute best in whatever you were wearing? Um, You know, just to get a sense of what do they kind of like wearing? And I also ask them, um, someone in the public eye think about someone in the public eye and the kind of things that they wear what would you you know what would you like to imitate or what what about how they are dressed do you like so someone brought brought up Oprah Oprah um, in a previous consultation and of course what do I do I go on Pinterest and check out everything that Oprah's wearing and then you start right. to see a pattern right She's always wearing um, kind of like a very practical dress, a knee-length dress. Her her arms are always covered. 
her chest is always covered so there's a you know she dresses modestly uh, but mm. there's it's always a dress that is long sleeve that is always up to the knees or slightly below and is black right. colors she doesn't wear anything mm. crazy you know it's always quite plain and there's she's wearing one color at a time so she's not changing up her colors too much so these are the kind of things that I kind of analyze from a, a brand perspective and then I present it to my clients and say well it looks like you're trying to imitate Oprah based on what you're dressing too but what you're doing is you're adding a lot of colors a lot of vibrant colors and a lot of patterns into your yes. dress style and it seems like this is what you tend to gravitate towards and I think you should stick with that However, then I sent them to Gigi and say, look, I don't, I'm not going to look at how you're styling yourself together um, because we need someone who is an expert on body analysis, which is, mm. I do not, that's not my area. Um, but what I try to get them to do is um, look at what they tend to gravitate towards, what do they feel comfortable in? Are you able to run and do all the things you do? Like, think about your lifestyle. Are you dressed for your lifestyle? Are you dressing for Zoom? Right. Because if right. you're only dressing for Zoom or the TV, or TV is another one. Like I've had so many TV interviews now online, and you see these women kind of, you know, like dressed to the nines, like hair's perfect, makeup's perfect. They're dressing in these like bodysuits and really ornate outfit just for TV. And my first right. question would be, how many times have you worn that outfit? <laughs> yeah. And the answer would be, I just bought this. Will you wear this again? Well, not really. Then you're not being authentic to yourself. Right, right. So I kind of call people out. <laughs> I think this is um, a bit of a risk as well, isn't it? Because you don't, if you're trying something for the first time, if you don't usually dress that way and you just do it that one time to impress everybody, actually you might go in the other direction and find something that really doesn't suit you. Exactly. And this is where you, this is where brand confusion comes in, especially yeah. when you're building a personal brand. That Again, I have to mention that C word, and the C word is not the other thing. It's called consistency. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be consistent. Like the minute you say, I, I really want a personal brand because it's going to take me to the next level for my business. You have, that's it. You have to go all in now. You cannot deviate from this plan because you're being strategic. Um, yeah. It's kind of like having a marketing plan. You need to be consistent with your marketing. If not, the sales and the leads will not come in. And you, this is the same thing for your brand. Um, so like the minute I stop wearing my kind of headscarf and I I'm I'm I just have my hair up. Like if I had my hair up in in a bun or something, people are just gonna go, something's not right with her. What's different about her? And all of these right. questions are gonna come up. And that's mm -hmm. gonna cause people to have the wrong reaction or the wrong impression of me. Um yeah. so yeah, dressing on TV, I dress exactly the same as I do on Zoom. Like nothing is different about me whatsoever um the the thing about tv is especially for women um a lot of people would ask me so you just said you had five hours of sleep but you look great why why is yeah. that it's called lights and lipstick i just make <laughs> sure i have the brightest thing on and no one can tell the difference yes i love that <laughs> especially for a working mom <laughs> <clears throat> and the lights help as well yeah yeah. So um, I've, I've got a wonderful segue here. Where can people go to see all these pictures and clips of you looking fantastic? <laughs> Woo, absolutely. So 
Um, so I am the boss diplomat. So you can find me on Instagram at boss diplomat. I'm very active on Instagram. So if you DM me, I will I will message you back and start mm -hmm. a conversation. Um, also, if you're interested to um, see how I might be able to help you, grab a free mini brand session with me. It's 30 minutes um, of, of, let me take a look at your brand and let me see where the gaps are and all of the wonderful opportunities that you have. Um, you know, there's so much that you can do with your brand, but it's all about yeah. being intentional and having a strategy behind it will make a night and day difference. So we have to be very conscious about how we do that. And my job is to do it for you. So don't worry. All you have to do is chat to me and I will do all of the work for you. I love that so much. Amazing. So do you have anything coming up, anything you want to announce or talk about? Yeah. So, I mean, I recently started my new YouTube channel, Boss Diplomat, oh, um, just, a, just a few months ago. It's funny because um, I... I I tell my clients when you when you rebrand or when you have a new brand or when you want to launch something, turn it into an event, you know, have a launch party. Yes. So I practice what I preach. So anything I do for my clients, I do for myself. So I decided, right, I'm going to launch my, my YouTube and my podcast at an event. So I sponsored an event called Boss Babes and Brunch. If you don't know it, please check them out. They're amazing. It's a women's entrepreneur network. And um, they had an event coming up in, in New York City. And the last time mm. I went to New York City was like a decade ago when I was training at the United Nations. Wow. So for me, it was like the city is calling my heart right now. I haven't been in a city in a long time since I left London. Um, so I went to New York and um, I did my big launch. Um, and yeah, I, I launched that so that that's my newest thing the other new things that's coming up is actually um i'm rolling up my image consulting service with um, influencer marketing so if you're an instagram oh, yeah for for your business if you want to sell a product or a service influencer marketing is a really hot thing right now but it's really hard to do you know there's like so many people online who do you trust blah 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 so i do all yeah. of that work yeah, I match your brand with an influencer who aligns with your mission and goals. Um, and my, yeah, and my job is to get your brand connected with an influencer and actually give you real life like testimonials and kudos about what you do. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's my newest service coming up. It's called the Brand Amplifier. And on top of that, Rhiannon, the one other thing I do as part of that service is, okay, we work on your personal brand. We make sure that you have a consistent style and you show up on Zoom exactly like you were in person. And once you are image ready, I'm going to get you connected to influencers who can talk about your product or your service. And then I'm also going to get you ready for press and media outreach. So in six months, when you have something new to launch, we want to make sure that everyone's talking about it. That's incredible. And I that's love that. My, oh yeah, it's my, that's, that's a six-month campaign. I don't usually work with clients more than six months, um, but I want to make sure that the entrepreneurs that I work with, industry-wide, by the way, I work with, I work with everyone under the sun. As long as you're a solopreneur and you work for yourself um, yeah. and you're ready to get you 
you know, become, you basically become your very own brand ambassador in your business. That's who I work with. And I want to make sure that I get them, get them and their brand ready. So when they, when they launch, they launch big. Amazing. Well, on that note, Talene, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. This is so much fun. London runway. Woo. Yes. I, I don't know. Bigger, bigger. I don't know. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay, I gotta say, where in where in London are you? Um, I'm actually in East Sussex right now as we're speaking. So okay, okay. I'm in East Sussex. You're in the USA. This is a London podcast. Don't worry about it. This is the power of of the internet. <laughs> well, I'm from East London, so like just right on Stratford. So East London are right here. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. And yes, thank you so much. It's been really great chatting to you. I'm sure a lot of people have got a lot of value out of this chat as well. And um, hopefully we'll see you around the block soon. Oh my gosh, can't wait. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye.